Twitter account and the uh, company page? Well, first, mine was taken down because we have all the election fraud with these Dominion machines. We have a hundred percent proof. And then I, when they took it down, uh, a Mike, week Mike, ago, and I, then I'm moving it back up. My personal, I put it. It was a Mike. Uh, thank you very much, Mike. Mike, I, you're talking about machines uh, that that we at Newsmax have not been able to verify any of uh, those kinds of allegations. We just want to let people know that there's nothing substantive that we've seen. And let me read you something there. While there were some clear evidence of some cases of vote fraud and election irregularities, the election results in every state were certified and Newsmax accepts the results as legal and final. The courts have also supported that view. So we wanted to talk to you about canceling culture, if you will. We don't want to relitigate the, the, the uh, allegations that you're making, Mike, because we, we, we understand where you are. So let me ask you this. Do you think that this should be temporary because it appears to be permanent? Could you make an argument that it is temporary? What? Could you make an argument that this could be a temporary banning rather than permanent? No, I want it to be a permanent because you know what? They did this because I'm revealing all the evidence on Friday of all the election problem with these machines. So I'm sorry if you okay. think it's not uh, Mike, real. I, I, can I ask our producers, can we uh, get out of here, please? Uh, I, I don't want to have to keep going over this. Actually, we at Newsmax Mike, have not been able wait, to verify any of those allegations. Wait, that you're, you're, Mike, oh, hold on a second. Everybody hold on a second. Mike, Mike, hold on one second. Uh, let's talk a little bit about just what is happening overall in terms of censorship of... Cancel out my company and myself okay. in this country. It's cancel culture. Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. That was Mike Lindell still fighting for America. He was on Newsmax, and I know a lot of people are pretty sore about the way Newsmax treated him. Um, what I think that a lot of people do not know is uh, currently Newsmax is in a legal battle with the Dominion Company, and uh, they probably want to steer clear of any conversations related to Dominion or their machines, and I know that Mike is very passionate about protecting the United States and what he has found to be true pertaining to the election. And they didn't really want him talking about it. Uh, I understand their point of view because, you know, they're currently being sued. But I also understand Mike's point of view. He's fighting for America because he feels that the election was stolen, which a good majority of the country does. Really, the biggest problem here is it's a freedom of speech issue. He should be able to say whatever he wants to say. Now, I understand that Dominion say that he's slandering them. However, there has been provable fraud on the Dominion systems. Maybe not at the level that Mike is saying there is. We haven't seen it yet. I'm not saying it's not there. We haven't seen it. But the fact of the matter is there was other provable fraud of some switched votes and whatnot. So what he is saying is actually true. And being that you know, we are supposed to have the freedom of speech. He should be able to say it without worrying about upsetting a news anchor. He's walking off or upsetting Dominion or getting, you know, the left on his case because God forbid they're trying to report the truth. But that's the times we're living in right now. There was actually a New York Times article that came out earlier in the week 
uh, suggesting that Biden appoint somebody to be a truth Cesar. Now, I had spoken to you previously about the book 1984. You've probably been hearing it everywhere right now. Um, I had said before that if you read the first 30 pages, it'd probably scare the hell out of you because so much of it is in line with what's going on right now. Um, The ministry of truth in the book more or less performs the same functions. They tell you what's true. And if you read the book, you find out that the lead character, and I won't give too much away uh, if you haven't read the book. It's it's an excellent book to read. Um, But the main character works writing ideas down to alter the past. Uh, Say a news article came out six months ago. Since things move so quickly, you know, they send it to him. It comes to his desk. He puts down ideas of how they could change it or manipulate it. It goes back out and then there you go. Boom. It's the truth. So the fact that you're having somebody actually calling for that is extremely dangerous. It's not just scary. It's very dangerous. Who decides what the truth is? Truth dictates truth. Whatever is real is real. And once you manipulate that, that's it. We've lost everything. Uh, You imagine that anything you would read going forward is fiction. You wouldn't know what's true and what's not because they're altering it the way they see fit to alter it. So that's a very dangerous proposition. And the fact that somebody is actually requesting that and thinks that that is a good idea, that's even scarier. Uh, These people really need to get it together. There are some crazy people out there right now, and I do not think that they understand what they are asking for. They're really asking for the government to strip you of your freedoms, and that would include them. I don't know one politician that would actually save your skin before they save their own. It doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. In the end, they're going to stomp on you just like they stomp on us. It truly is amazing what people don't think about before they open their mouths and say something stupid. Speaking of stupid people, Just the News reported Michigan prosecutor dismisses over 1,600 of Governor Whitmer's COVID violations because they were ruled unconstitutional. Uh, They overturned quite a bit of them. I'm sure Whitmer's not happy because there's another person who likes to try to rule with an iron fist. And like a typical dictator, anytime that they harm you, they always try to make it a positive thing like they were trying to protect you. So I wanted you to hear the explanation that she gave for why she was more or less destroying her own community. Restaurant industry's fault that they are the place where this virus can spread fast, but that is in fact the case, and that's why we've been trying to get Congress to give us more support so that we can help these struggling businesses. What we did in November when lots of states were seeing their numbers rise so quickly, we did a strategic, targeted, and temporary pause is what we called it. And this pause meant that Michigan's numbers dropped precipitously. We are now 46th highest when it comes to positivity rates. That's phenomenal compared to where we were in November. We're sixth highest when it comes to getting vaccines into arms. And because of the strong position that we're in, we can take this small step forward in this industry that struggled so much. 
Really, the only reason that these businesses struggled so much is because of her locking them down. I'm here in Florida. Ron DeSantis didn't lock down the restaurants like that. I didn't see tons and tons of restaurants closing down, never to reopen. He did do the initial shutdown with the rest of the country, but opened up as quickly as he could. And even though some restaurants may have struggled a little bit because they were only doing delivery and takeout, you didn't see hardly anybody close down. That's because we have a governor who actually does follow science and wasn't trying to politicize the virus. He saw it for what it was. He didn't want it to destroy our local economy. He wanted our state to stay strong. And now Florida is like one of the top destinations to move to uh, in line with Texas and Tennessee because we have reasonable governors who put the people first and not themselves. She may not be there that long anyways. Steven Crowder was saying that he may actually consider running for governor for the first time in his life. Um, And he brings up a valid point. He airs out all his life already on his show, so it's not like he's got any big secrets hiding so they can't attack him there. And he just wants to put the power back in the hands of the people because that's what government's supposed to do. Government is supposed to serve us, not the other way around. And it seems like we have forgotten that. Now, this next one's a little bit touchy for some people. Um, AOC reported that she was in the Capitol building. She put out this two-minute or a little over two-minute video. I'm not even going to bother playing it. Um, about a Capitol Police officer that came in to, I guess, her office looking for her. Uh, She says she was in there. The riots were going on. She said she's never been more scared in all of her life. She just came out and said that she had been sexually assaulted at some point, and it brought those feelings back and that trauma back to her um, during that situation. And, of course, multiple sources are reporting now that AOC was not even in the U.S. Capitol building during the riots on the 6th. So, once again, it looks like AOC did what she does best, which is make herself look like an ass and lie, because that's what she does. And it's a shame for true survivors of trauma like that, that somebody would be so low as to use that to their advantage for a political purpose. That is absolutely disgusting. And you really are a low life. If that is the level you are willing to go to, to try to get, I don't know, people's pity for you or to get a result uh, politically for something that you want, you really are the true meaning of a dirtbag. I don't know what else to say about that. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on that one. Um, If anybody has been assaulted that is listening to this program, um, my heart goes out to you. I'm sure that was extremely traumatic, and I think that that is completely irresponsible for her to use that in any way for political gain. If it is true, if it's not true, I don't know, but since the whole story doesn't line up, it sure looks like she just made up another story. On something completely unrelated, Trump finally did get his uh, post-presidential office together. Uh, 
Uh, he has a group of people working with him now, and their main objective is to carry on what Trump achieved in his four years as president, and they want to keep pushing his agenda going forward in any way that they possibly can. They want to combat big tech. They want to combat China. They're going after uh, crooked politicians to get them out and get the right people in place. So he's not going anywhere. Trump is going to be a thorn in the Democratic side for years to come. And the biggest problem the Republicans have is Trump's going to be a thorn in their side as well. Uh, we are not going back to the old way. We don't aspire to. We're looking towards the future. And the future is not these rhino Republicans anymore. They don't share our values anymore. They don't see America the way us conservatives and libertarians see America they very much are self-serving, and it needs to change. Uh, Matt Gates gave a speech the other day, more or less saying what I'm saying to you now. Uh, I wanted you to hear that as well, so I'm going to play that one for you. It's a little bit lengthy. Uh, I'll just try to cut it a little short, but here's that one. Now in Washington, D.C., the private insider club of Joe Biden... Mitch McConnell, Mitt Romney, Nancy Pelosi, and Liz Cheney. They want to return our government to its default setting. No. Enriching them, no, no. making them more powerful no. at our expense. Thank you. That's Congressman Matt Gates, a firebrand indeed in the Republican Party. Moments ago, standing up for former President Trump and against the GOP establishment, he is insisting that Congresswoman Liz Cheney be removed from her party leadership post for her impeachment vote against President Trump. The congressman joins us tonight from Cheyenne, Wyoming. Congressman Gates, uh, a, a terrific rally. Uh, it was uh, great to see you there in the midst of all those uh, great Westerners and folks from Wyoming. Uh, tell us how you think it went and did you accomplish your goal? We had hundreds upon hundreds of patriots show up today to demand political accountability for Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney is the third most powerful Republican in Congress, but she betrayed the Republican Party. She betrayed her constituents in Wyoming, and I think she should be removed. She no longer speaks for Republicans or Republicanism, but as you know, Lou, we are in a fight for the soul of the Republican Party right now, and I don't think we can win that fight if we only fight on the eight square miles of Washington, D.C., we have to get out in America. We have to excite the people of our great country to put our people and our nation first and not to sell out to foreign interests abroad or special interests at home. I think based on the reaction I got in Wyoming that America first is alive and well and it will be the prevailing ideology of our political movement. I want to congratulate you for doing what you're doing. by uh, Going out, talking with uh, the folks who ostensibly put uh, Liz Cheney uh, in that congressional seat. We know that uh, she raised more money from PACs than she did from Wyoming donors, so it's pretty clear she effectively was put in that seat despite the people of Wyoming and because of her allegiance to well, Wall Street, corporate America, and uh, what are now her puppet masters in the establishment. But she's not alone. 
uh, Kevin McCarthy, uh, the leader of your party on, uh, in the House conference, the minority leader down talking to the former president, uh, Donald Trump, uh, America first, make America great, the man who represented working men and women and their families. And it's, it's a very lonely place right now uh, for those like, uh, say, Congressman Matt Gates, who support the same values, the same ideals as uh, did the former president. Uh, your thoughts as you contend with a leadership that is fractured uh, and, uh, frankly, I, I, absolutely betraying the ideals of the Trump administration and Donald Trump, the former president. Well, the current leadership of the Republican Party is not worth the people of the Republican Party who've done so much to make America great. And while I may be lonely frequently in Washington, D.C., I sure wasn't lonely today in Cheyenne, Wyoming, because the people of America, they understand that the policies of President Trump made their lives better. Now, Liz Cheney didn't just raise more money from PACs than from people in Wyoming. She raised more money from PACs than people anywhere. Literally, Lou, more money from PACs than from human beings. Now, I'm the only Republican in Congress that doesn't take any PAC money from any Washington PACs because I think the American people should be our one and only special interest. So I plan to travel the country to ignite our movement to get out of Washington, D.C. and to ensure that we get back to the winning ways of President Trump. The establishment think we got to go back to the days of Romney and the Bushes and the Cheneys. I think we're past that and we're so much better for it. And it starts right here in Wyoming by the great folks here replacing Liz Cheney. I saw a poll yesterday, Lou. Liz Cheney is less popular with Republicans in Wyoming than Muammar Gaddafi was with Libyans at the time of his removal. Now, obviously, don't, we don't wish the same fate for Liz Cheney. We just hope that she's defeated in the upcoming election. And I don't think it could be any better said than that. The clip's a little bit longer. It's got about three or four more minutes. But you got the gist of it from that. Matt Gates is correct, and I think most of us feel it. We need to transition this party um, into something better. We need to take it back. We got to get rid of these rhino Republicans. We got to vote them out. Get them out of the primaries. Let's get some fresh blood in there. People that actually want to serve their communities, and they're looking out for the best interests of all Americans because that's the name of the game. That's why you get voted in. Um, the House, they want to remove Green from any House committees, claiming that she gives into conspiracy theories and they don't like her, uh, I guess, her style of the way she is. I, what I really think they don't like, I think they don't like that she uh, you know, proposed articles of impeachment against Sleepy Joe, and I don't think that made them too happy. But it was nice to see that uh, article that I just read in The Blaze, you had Republicans counter the Democrats saying they wanted to remove her, um, proposing the same thing for Ilhan Omar for her constant anti-Semitic remarks and her hate for Israel and Jews. Um, and she is constantly calling and has called for violence in the past. So I'm glad to see that you have a group of House member Republicans that are standing up for 
screen and going against somebody who truly is a radical, somebody that really does need to be removed because they're just filled with hate. And she has so much controversy around her anyways. She supposedly married her brother to get a green card. She's filtering all kinds of money through her husband's firm. That girl is a mess and she certainly should not be in Congress. So if they're willing to kick Green out because she, you know, wants to get rid of Sleepy, then I think it's more than appropriate to get rid of Omar. I'm just saying. Um, I hope you like what you're listening to. If you are, I asked on the last one, I'll ask again. Please tell some people about me. Um, They are, looks like, shadow banning a lot of us. We're not getting out there as much as we were. I have a few people that I'm in contact with that have conservative podcasts, and they're seeing the same decline that I'm seeing uh, on all their social media, even on downloads. When you look yourself up, you don't see it. Um, it, So it's, it's getting a little bit funky. So the best way to get around is by word of mouth. So again, if you like what you're hearing, please spread it around. Um, If you'd like to contact me, Gmail, L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N at gmail.com. Twitter for now, at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N. Clout Hub, Little Joe's CC. And Gab, I am at Little Joe's Corner. God bless. Have a great weekend.